Hello and welcome to the Climbing Daily Wednesday News Show. My name is Hugo Pilcher. This is... Teresa, without an H. Without an H. Uh, today's news show is packed full of great stuff, but I'm particularly excited about a very, very quick ridgeline climb. Speedy. Stay tuned. So you may notice that there are only two of us here, whereas normally there are three. Where's the third person? Where's the third cog in this wheel? Being a bird and we're being people. Matt Groom is again doing his speed flying. He will be back next week. If he makes it. Yeah, ho he... hopefully. Well, I we'll mean... see. Okay, first up, we've got uh, news of a deep water solo competition in Slovenia. Last weekend saw the inaugural event of the Triglav The Rock deep water solo competition held in the Slovenian capital of Ljubljana. The event was held on a roof suspended over a river, a no feet style route, 12 meters in length and 25 moves. This event was designed to showcase climbing at its most dramatic. The podium was dominated by Slovenians, meaning a very strong showing. And the winners were Vita Luken for the women and Jörne Kruda for the men. So I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but basically it's like a kind of a completely horizontal roof, a yeah. whole bunch of holes, people campusing, in trainers. Is this the future of climbing? I mean, for Slovenian climbers, why not? Well, I mean, they, they win everything else. And yeah, they exactly. might as well try something new. But nice backflip, Jörne Kruda. Well, at the to, end. Uh, at the end to win yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Good that's choice. how you end in style. Nice. <laughs> What's next? Uh, next, we're headed off to Brazil, where a super hard boulder has been sent. Brazilian climber Felipe Camargo has sent Direct Hit, an 8C, his second boulder of this grade. Direct Hit adds a hard intro into the final crux of Fortaleza. 8B+, which Felipe previously made the first ascent back in 2014, but knew a direct start was possible. Last summer, Daniel Woods proved him right by making the first ascent of this perfect 5-meter boulder by the sea. Stunning boulder. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. A bit, a bit too hard to go try stuff, but I mean... Yeah, but I, I remember this, like, because it's quite an iconic image of him, like, kind of coming off the boulder like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember that from the video that we, there is an Epic TV video of him trying it back in the day, right? Back in 2015. 2015. That's and then when Daniel Woods came, came along and did it. Yes, mellow video year. about that. Awesome. Which is our North Face. Next up, we got more news of an 8C from Magic Wood. UK climber and Banana Fingers manager James Squire has managed to climb his third 8C, The Power of Now, in Magic Wood, Switzerland. The route was put up by Swiss climber Giuliano Camaroni back in June and is a 60 degree overhanging problem that culminates in a huge throw to a lip. A superhero move, as James puts it. Okay, so the reason I mentioned Banana Fingers there was because uh, James is actually a colleague of ours because Banana Fingers is kind of a, is a partner company to Epic TV. We're both owned by the same mothership, as I like to call it. Uh, and he's our warehouse manager in the UK. He's based out of Bristol. Uh, so I think it's kind of cool having a colleague that can crush AT. I mean, uh, yeah, is it the second ascent of that boulder now? Second ascent of that boulder, that's his third AC. He's done two ACs, which have been first ascents in the UK. Not bad. Uh, he's a bit of an explorer. He's intrepid. He's incredibly strong. He wears very cool glasses. And he's a very nice guy. James, congratulations, man. That's awesome work. Complimenti. Looking forward to having him back at work, although he is going to have to quarantine for two weeks when he comes back to the UK. Or he can just stay in Switzerland and, like, you know, send... Wait, oh, for, maybe the wait for the quarantine oh, no. to finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right. anyway, uh, next up, a super speedy ascent in the Alps. Philip Babich has made an outstanding speed solo ascent on the south ridge of Aiguille Noire de Petuerie in the Mont Blanc Massif. The previous speed record stood at 2 hours and 45 minutes, and Philip smashed it in 1 hour and 30 minutes and 14 seconds. 
Considering that it takes an efficient team about 14 to 16 hours, and it took Speedmaster Ulishtak 3 hours and 20 minutes, Philip truly broke the time barrier. I mean, he pretty much broke the speed of sound. He did. He, he did. did. Not just time barriers. Well, I no, mean, but I mean, that, that is like, a rid I can't emphasize I, how ridiculous that, that time it, is. It took me this long to get ready this morning. An hour and 30 minutes, yeah. No, not really. But, you know, like, it, uh, like what do you do in an hour and 30 minutes? This blows my mind. It's like, yes. he basically treated it like a trail run and just like sold yeah. his way up there. Pair of trail running shoes, a vest. Mm -hmm. He had uh, normal shoes and then I guess changed into rock climbing shoes. Right. Yeah, Crazy. but a couple of things stashed, but I mean, wow. Insane. And he's just done, he, he just did the massive, um, the longest ridge line in, in the Alps recently. Yeah, in, in 17 hours. 17 hours. Casually. So he's a bit of a machine. I yes. mean, he's early stake mark too, you could uh, say. Faster, quicker. Faster, quicker, not better. Um, right, next up, we've got uh, news of hard sport climbing in Spain. Spanish youth bouldering champion Isaiah Martinez has continued her amazing run of form of late climbing her third 8C in the last six weeks. The route is called White Zombie and is in Baltosa. It's steep and 30 meters long, and it's perhaps most famous for being the first 8C on-sighted by Japanese climber Yuji Hurayama back in 2004. Martinez, meanwhile, who is 15, is having a great school holidays. So school holidays are coming to an end. So first of September. Isaiah, you can have to go back to school. So no more climbing hard sport climbs, all right? Don't. But, Constrain uh, your studies. Good holidays. But good holidays. Well yes. done. Congratulations. But seriously, though, we keep talking about her. I think she's going to be the next big thing. Uh, and, she's already. And, well, she's she's already. She's there. We, we yep. keep talking about her. But the thing is, like, it's eight Cs, isn't it? So we, in this day and age, with so many nine As and stuff like that being climbed, we could not mention stuff like that because I'm sure there is a lot of climbs out there that we don't mention. True, which are of that grade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but then again, but I see potential. Yes. Anyway, what's next? <laughs> what next is Mina Markovic, who sent another 9A. There you go, exactly what I'm talking about. Slovenian climber Mina Markovic has done her third 9A, the 55 meter route called Waterworld in OSP. This monster route was first put up by Clement Beacon. Mina prepared for the route by mostly climbing outdoor around five to six times a week. This was her longest project to date, and it took her about 30 tries. 9A counter time, because that's the only action we're getting on the counters. I'm done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Next up, more hard sport climbing in France. French climber Seb Bois has made an ascent of La Moustache qui fâche in Verdun. Seb, who apparently did this 9A plus to take a break from more serious projects, fell twice on the final 7B boulder problem before finally sending. He is now back to working what he called the mega project on the Ramerol sector Verdun. Watch this space. Always good to hear about from Seb Bois, but I like the way that he's just doing the 9A plus as a bit of a break from a major thing, which begs yeah. the question, what is the mega project? Do we know? We're not sure. Seb, if you're watching, if you can comment down below and let us know, that'd be great. 9C. Just, uh, just but I imagine knowing Seb, I reckon it's probably something in the region of 9B plus. Oh, because he's going to be modest about the grade. <laughs> what do you mean? It could be a 9C. Yeah. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Uh, speaking of nines and stuff, yes. it's the counter time. Roll the intro. Okay, so okay. what we got this week, uh, it's always a relief to get to this point because I feel like yes. the news is done. 
Yes. Now we can enjoy ourselves with the 9B counter. And a very and straight it... line. Ooh. Well, you found another pen. Yes. That's exciting. Uh, for all the podcasts out there, hello, podcasts. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Enjoying this podcast in your car while you're working out, putting up a cupboard at home, possibly. We're all good. I added a point for Mina. That's it then. On the 9A counter. That's, uh, that's a very that's visual it thing. Then. That's good. Yes. Let's have a quick rundown. Who's winning this? Uh, nine, women's 9A counter, Laura no. Gora. We should have something engraved by now, by the way. 8C plus. Uh, uh, who's winning that? Drana. Oh, Drew. With three points. Okay, nice. 9B counter is win, being won by. Yes. And 9B. Oh, uh, Alex with three points. There we go. AM. Alex Magus. An E10 counter. Everybody's on one. Nice. <laughs> Uh, just a quick one about Zebra. Uh, somebody mentioned in the comments last week that we should talk about Zebra. We spoke about it. We did speak about it a couple yes. of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of people sent that route uh, and it is on the E10 counter. So thanks very much for reminding us, but we did it already. Right, next up, medias. What are we talking about? We've got a very exciting one this oh, week. Oh, yes, which we just saw and it's, it's a good video. Yes, we've got a video coming out today, uh, tonight to be exact. It is the premiere of Laura Rigora's uh, 9B Ali Hulk sit start total extension total plus. Extension plus. Is there a plus in there? Uh, can we run a little clip? Go ahead. Roll tape. I'm excited to see it. Basically, that's she's the second woman to climb nine B yep. that grade. Yeah. Uh, the video is up on Epic TV main YouTube channel, so not this one. This is the Climbing Daily YouTube channel. Go over to the Epic TV YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to this. Link below. Uh, podcast. If podcasts, if you're listening, give us a nice review. Uh, because we could do with it. Five Same. stars, that always works. Um, but yeah, very excited to uh, get that out there and let you guys uh, see it. It's going to be good. Yeah, what a crusher. What a crusher, what a crusher. What a crusher. Uh, right, next up, um, shop stuff. Uh, Arterix, Arterix is on sale. Arterix so. apparel, 30% uh, off. Yes. This is your chance to get uh, something that is normally quite expensive, but excellent quality. <laughs> For something for a little bit less mm -hmm. yeah. quality over quantity there you go exactly once you buy an arcteryx jacket you'll either love it or hate it but or i imagine it. you'll probably love it i'd reckon it's more likely that i love it i i have one i love it you love it you love yes. arcteryx yes i like this t-shirt i also have some very nice jackets as well i have a very graphic shirt like i mean with graphics that's what's well, the podcast out anyway. there i've got a white t-shirt uh with got a blue one. um okay next up uh comment of the week no? Do you want to sing? Do I want to sing? Uh, yes, of course, I will. You have do have the singing mic, though. No, uh, I don't. No, do, no. Okay, what style would you like me to do it in? Uh, blues. Blues. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Um, comment. Comment of the week. That's more like swing. That sounds like my dad as well. That's freaky. Anyway, right, comment of the week. Uh, what's yours? Go ahead. Uh, mine is... Um, a lot of people last week were commenting on, I hope, uh, Alex Magos. So Alex Magos right. made a bit of a comment on the conditions at Briançon Briançon uh, last week. Um, uh, just for example, AUS says, I hope you would have reported on Alex Magos' criticism of the RFSC comp on his Instagram. Uh, so if you don't know this, and actually, I think he's actually taking his post down. Yeah, that's the same comment I picked. Okay. <laughs> Whoopsie. Hey. Uh, but basically, um, he kind of was like, look, we were made to wear masks in certain areas of it and, yeah. and not like when we we're in the public. We were like practicing bouldering uh, on the wall at the back, but we weren't wearing masks. 
he was like questioning the kind of organization of it all and how much kind of thought went into it. Um, I went and I asked the guys I IFSC for some kind of comment. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to look at it. Yeah, it's here Did now. So basically, they, they've, I think they've been getting quite a lot of kind of back and forth about this. Right. Um, and he put me onto one of the responses they made on, on Instagram. Uh, and they basically say, we absolutely respect Alex Mago's opinion. And we always stand by our athletes side when they want to express their opinions, especially when this leads to a constructive debate. The one thing we humbly disagree on is the amount of thought that was put in the preparation. It took a lot, a lot of meetings and teleconferences with the TDs, judges, team officials and other parties involved to lay out the climbing during COVID-19 protocol. It's available on our website. Maybe you can have a look. Finally, the meaning of the post is quite simple. To credit the organiser who never stopped believing in the competition and to do it using the words of our athletes. To explain that, it's basically um, they put up a post kind of saying uh, what the athletes were saying about the competition. And yeah. I think... They were like, well, fair enough, he can have his opinion. That was the way it was organised. They tried to keep it as safe as possible. Um, you know, it's difficult in this in this day and age, you know, how far do you go? Do you have a crowd? Do you not have a crowd? Yeah. crowd? Like the Australia, um, Austria climbing series, that was kind of one extreme of doing things. Mm -hmm. uh, this was maybe kind of a more relaxed kind of uh, way to do it. It's hard to know what is, is the correct way. Yeah, um, I think right now there's no right or wrong way to do things. Like we're, the world, I guess, is still trying to understand how to handle to this. Well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is an argument that you they could have followed the same protocol as the Austrian like, yeah, summer just climbing stricter. series. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Yeah. Super strict and, and make sure, you know, you don't rely on people to kind of use their common sense. But at the same mm -hmm. time, you know, as we go through and try and navigate our way through this kind of new uh, normal this new normal we have yeah. to kind of learn how to live with it so people are going to have to figure out ways of using their own common sense and yeah. they're going to have to be trusted mm. um so yeah i i you know i i think fair enough i see they that took, obviously took a huge amount of organization to get that going and it, it's at the end of the day yeah. you know they are doing it because they want to make money basically because that's how they make money but also they want to do it because they want to show sport climbing um so you know it's 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 a tricky one it's fair enough that they come out and kind of defended themselves um but they've also respected the views of alex magos uh but let us know what you think um that was a very below. roundabout way of, of kind of expressing our opinion but let us know yours in the comments below yes do you have um, another comment really quickly i that picked you one go? from tommy who said I probably cannot say the third word, but get a damn microphone stand. Oh, yes. Okay, fine. But so a lot of people work. are a bit, bit vexed by like these. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I, the, the reason that we do this um, is because I haven't bought any microphone stands yet. And also I quite, I like grew up like working in TV, not grew up, but I like, I did like my 20s working in TV. And these things are called magic arms and they're like my favorite things. Okay. Like working in TV because you just like you can clamp them to anywhere and everything, and I like the way that they're quite rustic, yes, and they look industrial. And everybody it's else has sturdy. got those weird normal microphone stands. I wanted to have something a little bit more metallic, so that's why we've got them. Do you okay. like them? Uh, yes, don't we need to get also a round thingy here? I don't yeah, know what's called. No, no, we need to. We need to. I think if we got them, people would forgive us a little bit more, and <laughs> Flo would forgive us a little bit more. Popping on the mic a little bit too much. Uh, right, that's it. Yeah, all weekend. Yeah. What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> Going biking, cool. I think, uh, with my kids because they're obsessed with biking. And for everybody who knows uh, who's got kids, uh, what they want to do, they normally get. So when it's something as good fun as biking, you just go with it. 
What about you? What are you doing? A uh, friend is coming up, so we'll go climbing. Nice. Anything in mind? A mountain. A mountain. A mountain. Are you not going to be more specific than that? No. Are you going to tell us next week? No. No? I, I don't know. I, if you don't tell us next week, I'm going to tell people. We'll You've see. got to tune in next week to find out what she did. It's actually pretty big. It's a big thing. Okay. She'll vlog it, so it's fine. Be in it. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Bye. Ciao.